Welcome to the podcast today. My name is Noah, and today I'm joined with three very special guests. We got Cooper, Brain, and Gabe on. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Noah. I'm just chilling. How about you? I'm doing great. Brain? I'm doing fantastic. Just got done with football practice, and I'm chilling on the podcast with you. That's awesome. What about you, Gabe? You know, just got out of a nice ice-cold shower. Put on my Russell Westbrook UCLA jersey, and I'm chilling. Hey, man, that's great. Well, today we're going to have a great podcast for you all today, so I hope you all enjoy. Um, our first topic today is that school is starting earlier this year than it normally would. For, for all ISD board members have just passed it that school is going to start on August 10th. Is that correct, Cooper? Uh, I think you're, you're good on your dates there, Noah. That all sounds right. correct to me. All right. Well, you see – so school's starting on August 10th, and that means it's much earlier than we normally do it. So first of all, what is y'all's opinion? Do you think that will help us this year? Um, I think school starting earlier has a lot of bonuses because uh, although it is starting earlier, all breaks, we get an extra week extension on those breaks, such as Christmas and spring break. Instead of one or two weeks, it'll be two or three weeks, which is really nice. Uh, get more time with your family and friends just to hang out and do, do whatever you want and just get a, a bigger break from school. What do you think about it, Braden? I completely agree with you. I do think that uh, we should see that hopefully the attendance will stay okay with it starting so early because some, some kids may be getting back from vacation and stuff. We don't know if they're going to be there the first day. So hopefully – that is not the case, and I'm wrong, but that could be a factor. How about you, Gabe? What do you think? Um, I think it'll be pretty good. It'll be uh, very interesting because all the summer sports and extracurricular activities will probably have to start in late July because with school starting early August, we'll have to have time to practice so we can be ready for when school starts. But um, I think it's a pretty good idea just in case COVID comes back because us seniors still want to have a pretty good, memorable year. Yeah, that's a good thought. But so what about the fact of all this COVID-19 stuff going around? Do you think it would be safe for us to all be together? Like, should masks be, be involved in the building? Should everyone be allowed to wear the masks? Just like a and in, in the University of Texas have all said, all students who enter their campuses indoors must wear masks. Do you think we should implement this for our school? Uh, I think that wearing a mask is completely useless. Uh, like, I understand that uh, it is a very serious disease, but on the other hand, uh, if I get it, I get it, and uh, I'll be out for a week, and then I'm coming back. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, and... If I have to wear a mask, I have to wear a mask, but it is definitely not my first option because it is very uncomfortable. What do you think about it, Biho? Uh I agree with that. And not only is it uncomfortable, uh, it'd be confusing because would we wear the mask during lunch when we're eating? How would we 
monitor that because uh, obviously we're not going to be able to eat with a mask on. But so we're going to fill a lunchroom with a bunch of kids and then have them take off their mask. What's the point of having them on in the first place? And well, do you think that social distancing would help that? Uh, possibly, but so then we would have to probably put kids, spread them out into their different teachers' classes and have them eat in there. It just, it would be a lot. And then I add on to that real quick, Behel. Yes, sir. So uh, with like everyone coming back together for school starting and everything and hopefully not COVID-20, I think that social distancing uh, is still a pretty big factor, but it's definitely not as big as it once was when COVID-19 first sprang up and it was starting to rise. Uh, I don't think many people are going to be too worried about it and, uh friends at school are going to want to hang out they're going to be way closer than six feet and there's nothing you can really do to stop it yeah i mean and uh it's already hard enough to breathe with the mask on but whenever we're in athletics and stuff and like physical activities we're gonna have to take the mask off it's just it'd be a lot to like have the cross-country team running with mask on trying to control their breathing like that so it's just i feel like it'd be a false sense of security if we were required to wear masks during the classroom and stuff like that it, it just would be a lot so i don't see it happening would you like to add on gabe <clears throat> yeah i think it's completely useless um another like activity you would use without a mask is banned and you're just constantly blowing air everywhere so personally i think that if a case breaks out and that person goes to your school, then testing for each person needs to be done and they should shut down school for a week and completely sanitize everything. But, you know, wearing a mask is not going to prevent everything. It's not going to prevent everything, but it will help more than likely the stoppage, the spreading of the virus. You know, and, and just today we have over 1,843 new confirmed cases. In, in the, and the Texas numbers are spiking. People are worried about this second wave. So with all this going on, do you think um, there should be an option to have school, not at school, but have remote school? Uh, I think that, like, are you talking about remote school as in, like, online? Yeah, yeah, like as an online. All right, yeah, I, I completely disagree with remote school. Uh, that is also completely useless. I know uh, many people, not in our school, across uh, the great United States of America in high school, a uh, vast majority of people just did not do anything online. And if we resort to that again, it's going to be the same way, probably even less effort, minimal effort. And uh, just staying at home all, all day trying to learn through the computer is terrible in itself. Oh, what do you have to add, BL? Uh, as always, I agree with that. I was one of those people that just did not do anything. Um, cause I guess like I do not learn very well off of, off of a computer. I need to like have somebody teaching me. So I think if anything, we just do heavy social distancing. If it's going to be that strict, I don't think we completely switch to remote schooling. What would you suggest for the social distancing? Um, lowering the number of kids in classrooms, maybe do like a block schedule. So we have 
like some kids only go to school like Monday, Wednesday, and then some kids go to school Tuesday, Thursday. And then, I mean, the rest, like we'd work it out like that. So like we wouldn't have the school, we wouldn't have as many people in the school so we can spread them out um, or have like a lot less people in the classroom because half the class would be absent um, and do it like that. I think that'd be a good idea. Gabe, anything to add? Um, <clears throat> I think that's a pretty good idea. Also, I think that if you wanted to go to school and prevent the spread, that you would, we should just completely cut down extracurricular activities because you need your mouth and breathing for just about every single one of those. And so if we're just going to do school, then it should probably be strict, just strict classes that like that's all we go to because i mean all that stuff is a little extracurricular and you're pretty much just trying to get an education and i think that's better than um remote school in my opinion yeah i completely agree um so another thing we got to talk about about this all this social distancing is that we have you know a lot of elderly people in our community um how do you think um, everyone being at school and spreading those germs and those being spread out back to our elderly community, do you think that will be a problem? Uh, so being uh, in high school, most of us are pretty young in age. Uh, and I feel like uh, if we got this disease, it wouldn't uh, affect our lives with such a great impact as such a, as these elderly people. But uh, that's why uh, I guess we are, we're less worried about getting it and, the consequences of not social distancing and all this stuff that's happening. Um, whereas these uh, elderly people, they uh, take a big hit if they get this disease, like even uh, fatality, which uh, in in the long run, it's going to happen to everyone. So uh, I don't get uh, why they're trying to run away from it so much. I get like, you want to have a long life and live and all this stuff, but like it's COVID-19. If you get it, you get it, and if you die, you die. The uh, the world's not gonna end. It's still it's still spinning. Last I checked, so I'm not too worried uh, about the elderly people. What do you think, Bihal? Uh, uh, yeah, I agree with that. But um, also, I don't think that should really be a factor in deciding if we should start school because, I mean, a lot of us don't really see uh, that many like of our family that's uh, up there in age and any elderly people that would be walking around the school, that's, that would be their choice. And to tack on to that, like it would be the student's choice to go see their like grandparents, for instance. So that's a decision that they're making. That shouldn't be a decision that the school has to think about and be like, Oh, let's just shut down because they're going to go see their grandparents next week. That's, that would be a decision between the grandparents and the student that's going to see them. So I don't think it's that big of a factor. Well, what would happen if the students that we're talking about are only living with their grandparents? Uh, I think that's a, that's something that if brought up by one of the students uh, would be discussed between the school board. And I'm not really sure what we would do then. Maybe we would go with uh, remote schooling for only that student. Like maybe that student wants to only do remote school. We I don't know. Or yeah, I feel like, uh, kids that excelled in uh, remote and online school, they should have the option to do it if they uh, 
their sole desires. Uh, if they absolutely do not want to come to school and are uh, scared of uh, being at risk and dying, uh, that should definitely be an option. I, I agree completely. Gabe, what about you? How do you feel about this? Uh, yeah, I completely agree with everything that's been said. Um, a lot of it just comes down to the students' choices. Um, like, yeah, all points have pretty much been covered. It's just people deciding whether or not they want to risk it or not or how they think it will affect them. Um, I personally don't think it's that big of a deal. And, I mean, I just think we should ha go back to school. <clears throat> if we social distance, then great, wear a mask, whatever. I just think that school needs to be um, – students need school. Remote schooling is definitely not the best option. And if you're an elder, well, I mean, they can decide whether or not they want to let other people who have been around other students or just people in general, if they want those people to come over and them risk getting COVID. I mean, it, that should not even be, like, a point of discussion. It just comes down to personal preference. All right. Well, well, I want to kind of continue what we talked about earlier about, about you know, extracurriculars. And currently we're having workouts here at the high school. Um, how do you all – like, first of all, um, Brayden and Gabe, I know both of you all have been involved in some of those. Um, are, are people social distancing? Are people wearing masks? Um, how, how is the school taking um, – So what they've been doing is they closed down – a lot of the uh, stations in the weight room. So they're pretty spread out. Um, <clears throat> and then we're only allowed to use the weights that are already at our station. And we have to stick to that station. We can't move to other stations. We stay there. We work out. We do all of our workouts there. Everything that we need is already there. So then once we're done, they completely spray, spray everything down uh, that we've used. And they monitor and make sure that we're not going and getting any other weights or being too close to anybody else. And uh, the water fountain is uh, off limits unless you have a water bottle to fill it up. Uh, but obviously, they don't want you putting your face or your mouth up close to the water fountain. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's being handled as well as it can. Obviously, there's still going to be some, like, chances. I mean, you got to think about it. It's also outside and we're in the heat so the virus doesn't do as well in the heat it can't survive as well so taking in all those factors obviously there's going to be still some chances of getting it but i think it's being handled as well as it can and they're doing it yeah um i completely agree um you're still getting like for those who worried if whether or not they're still getting a good effective workout in you definitely are we're getting placed at stationary stations where all we have is a squat rack but within that squat rack we can transform the bench into doing well bench incline we can do clean squat and then we have auxiliaries so you're getting a full workout you're just not rotating and um, social distancing is in effect and i think they're doing a really good job with incorporating workouts without the like having risk being at risk uh, in these stations, are you still having partners? Yes. Um, yeah, me and, me and Gabe partner. are actually partners. Yeah, you stay with that partner the whole time. You're doing the workouts within that month. And uh, 
they want you to choose people like you've been with during this um, pandemic. So like those people, you know, they've been around each other for a while, a while and um, you're just not really at risk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, I, I want to also talk about um, all these extracurriculars. Um, we have, you know, we have great, great, great support that we get from our community. And I know we talked about the elderly people, but should people be allowed, once these extracurriculars come back, should people be allowed to go to the venues, such as the, the gymnasium or as in Tiger Stadium? Uh, I think anyone should be able to come. Uh, if, I mean, if, you, if you're coming, it's your choice. Uh, it's not going to be the school's fault if you get sick. But on the other hand, the school does need to put some boundaries up for I wouldn't say uh, hard social distancing, but uh, just a little bit like in football and basketball games. Uh, we don't normally always fill up the bleachers. We could, uh, if a family or two is worried about it and they want to go see their daughter on senior night, then we can give them a section that's uh, away from everyone else. That way uh, they're not at risk or anything. But anyone that is not worried about it should be able to just um, – maintain how it is and uh not be too worried about it what do you think about it uh Brid? uh yeah i agree with that i think um all you can really do is like strongly suggest that everybody like i work at a movie theater and that's what we're doing we're just we're strongly suggesting that people stay about six feet away from the other person and it's not like usually whenever they go to sporting events it's not like they're like want to sit directly next to a stranger so they're gonna spread out i guess we just have to like maybe watch the capacity so it's not over like we're not just overcrowded um but also i mean with football and everything it's going to be outside and like i said the virus is not it doesn't spread very easily in the heat so uh i think we just suggest that people um stay kind of away from each other and they can wear masks if they want but i don't think we should have to enforce that game um, yeah, I completely agree. If you're going to these events, then you've pretty much accepted the fact that you're, you know, you're at risk. But um, I think that just comes down to whoever's hosting the event for them to make it as safe as possible. And um, yeah, if you don't want to be at risk, then uh, just don't go. It's pretty simple. Yeah, and I think uh, I do think with the uh, concession stands, the people serving the food. Uh, I think they should probably be wearing masks. It kind of depends on what the school decides with uh, with regular school and how we uh, do, like, the lunch ladies and stuff. Just because they're handling food, are we going to have them wear masks? So I think with the concession stand, it's a strong maybe. It's, it's very possible that we're going to have them wearing masks uh, just because they're handling food. Um, but other than that, uh, I think it's just a strong suggestion. Well, do you think that that there should be, like, things in place? I know we're talking about sanitization, but do you think temperature checks would help? Uh, well, I mean, you, I, no, because it's not like we're going to make the gym, like, 100 degrees. That's just not very logical. Um, well, I mean, for the people, like, coming in, should, should there be, like, a minimum? Like, you cannot oh, be oh, 100 okay. degrees. I'm an idiot. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. I would not go that far um that's a little extreme uh they're not even doing that like whenever you walk into walmart or anything they're just 
Like, I don't think that's really necessary. And, uh, and what will happen if somebody does, like, if you find out somebody does have a high temperature, like what would be like, you're just going to kick him out. And then I don't know. It's just a lot. I don't think that would be necessary. Um, you know, I think that could actually work. So a lot of these places that you go, like gyms, they have like a little um, thermometer gun looking thing. And it takes like literally two seconds to check your temperature. So I think like just to check in, like if you have a temperature, then yeah, you're not going in there. I mean, you're going to be putting a lot of people at risk. And I don't know. I feel like that's actually a good idea, to be honest. I agree with Gabe here. Uh, I feel like uh, just a little temperature gun that takes like two seconds just right as you walk in and just uh, it minimizes a, a lot of risk for a lot of people. If one person just ended up having it, uh, they could send them right back out the door, uh, no issues. So um, I feel like that's a pretty good idea to implement. Either so like, would uh, – who would be would we get volunteers and stuff to be holding these things and like would we have just one big line out the door like how would that how would y'all see that working i think the people that work the ticket booth um should have masks and just have that gun the temperature thing to check to be honest yeah and uh if the ticket booth is overflowing for some reason we can always just have one extra person uh we have the two normal people that uh, get tickets at football games and basketball games. We can have just one more person to check the temperature. And then uh, I think it could go the same way for like teams. Like if a basketball team or a football team showed up, uh, I'm not sure how they would do that with checking the temperature. Uh, Cause you can't really send them home on a, on a bus by themselves. But uh, I feel like that should be implemented somehow. Well do, you, well, do you think, like, um, not only for, like, a sports sports or event setting, do you think also for just school in general, should, should parent volunteers come in and scan all the students before they come in? I was about to ask that because, I mean, you would have to periodically check the temperatures of these students. And what would happen if, like, an event would be after school? Would you have to have them go through the line, too, and uh, get their temperature checked? Like, Obviously, coming in the school and coming out of the school, but how periodically would we check the temperatures and and then yeah, I'm just I'm just I, I feel like uh, we shouldn't we should just check it uh, once. Uh, like honestly, if uh, we could either do it like entering the school, but some people show up late, uh, so you could almost do it like with roll call. But I'm not sure uh, how or if like the teachers would want to do that. Uh, and then instead of just like kicking him out, yeah, you could. Uh, but if someone has a high temperature or is uh, or is at risk of giving it to anyone else, you could give them a mandatory mask, like have a mandatory mask just to give them like one of those doctor things, uh, one of those professional doctor masks, just give it to them, PPC. make them wear it all day. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure because you can't, I feel like kicking them out, uh, it's, uh, it's a good idea to minimize the risk, but they're not going to learn it all that day. So uh, it's just a little tough because there's, there's, it's a double, double-edged sword. What yeah, I would, I would say, um, I would say if you do, if somebody does come in and they have a high temperature, we, 
we would have to like send that student home for like at least a week probably to make sure the symptoms aren't like obviously he could be asymptomatic but we have to make sure it's out of his system before we send him back into that environment because obviously there's there's going to be some kids that are scared of it um and we need to make sure that we're making them comfortable and everything like that Gabe? um well also i think another possibility where cooper said like a mandatory mask if you're just running i mean i guess any kind of fever you can be at risk of having the virus but like self-isolation classrooms i feel like could be a good alternative or um yeah just sending them home um but I think just checking it on a daily basis whenever you enter the school is um, the best scenario. All right. And, and we've talked about um, school and we've also talked about sports, but how do another part of school, which is the Tiger Band? Um, Cooper, you are the drum major and Gabe, you are also involved in the band. How, how do you think band should be, what should be used in band uh, to enforce all these parameters, because because you and me, you me, Gabe, all know that music involves the the spit valves, the flow of air, and all this stuff. And there's marching, which means we have to be involved with, with each other. So, how do y'all feel about what should we do in band, and or if should band still go on? Uh, I think band should definitely still go on. Uh, marching band and both concert band. I think that. Marching band is moving towards uh, more choreography uh, than just moving around in squares. So the social distancing thing is a little tough for creating a marching show that is entertaining to watch uh, with drill and everything, uh, with everything that we do, uh, with visuals and uh, et cetera. But uh, also uh, the moving uniforms, instruments on and off the trailer, the bus, uh, you're going to be close to people. There's no doubt about it. So I feel like uh, they should not take it away. But uh, on the other hand, people are guaranteed to be close to each other. And uh, I don't think it's going to really hurt uh, as badly as we think. But uh, I don't really have anything else to say. What do you think about it, Gabe? Um, I think a lot of it depends with how this virus plays out the next uh, couple months until band starts. Um, obviously with all this protesting going on, there's going to be a spike in cases. I think that the severity of the virus kind of depends on whether or not band's going to go on because if it's like terrible, like it was in March, um, I don't think band's going to go on because, or regular school, because I mean, you're just going to have mass gatherings of people, but like if it keeps slowly declining or even if it's at like what it's at right now, sorry. Um, if it's at like what it's at right now, I think that um, you should have an option, like band kids have an option whether or not they want to stay in band or not. Um, but I mean, I honestly another, another question to ask too. is uh, how is summer band going to work? Because that's going to start in just over a month. Um, and I've been talking to Miss Morrison just a little bit about it. Uh, me and Billy have. Uh, and we really have only come up with two options. Uh, either the school allows us to have everyone and have like a normal summer band, or uh, if they don't allow us to have the full band, we're going to have sectionals. Uh, 
uh, almost like not one uh, like one day this section comes in, Tuesday the next section comes in, and so on and so on, and then it'll just like rotate uh, during the week. I feel like that could work, but it's just going to be a little tough because band, uh, if everyone's not working together, uh, it doesn't work at all. So it's just kind of complicated. Um, yeah, I guess okay. we just, we just have to hope that um, the virus goes in a slowly decline because I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be like, it's all going to depend with how bad the virus is at that point. But um, I think as of right now, we can just resume band as like where we left off. Um, just check temperatures going into band. If you have symptoms, send them home. Um, but then a good point is like, how are they going to get caught up like with marching or whatnot? So I don't know. It's kind of a big blur right now. All right, and this is probably going to be our final question for tonight. So, with sorry, with the social distancing going on and all this stuff, um, about the elderly people earlier. So, do you think that um, our elderly teachers will be okay, and should they have the option to stay at home and still have their job? Uh. There's not too many elderly teachers that we have, but I know that we do have some. Uh, I feel like uh, it should be mandatory to show up to work. Uh, you should not have the option to stay at home and keep your job because if these students are coming to school, you need to be coming to school and teaching them. And if you're uh, too incredibly worried about it, you need to find a new job because uh, I know all these kids. Uh, want to be here um, because not having the last part of school last year was pretty tough on a lot of people and they're ready for school to start and I think it is it's the same case for a lot of teachers but uh, some teachers may not want to come back or are worried about being at risk for this virus and if that's the case then just don't show up plain and simple. Brayden? Yeah I agree with that at the end of the day it's your job and you're a teacher, so you signed up to be close to these kids. So it's like there's not much you can do. And, I mean, if they're that worried about it, they can file for unemployment and get that stimulus check. So I don't think they'll be too worried about that if that's their position on it. But, I mean, if they're kind of in the middle, just, I mean, wear a mask and try to stay away from the students. Um, yeah, I agree. If you're elderly, you're going to be at risk no matter what. No matter what job you have, you're going to pretty much have to be around people unless you work at home for some company. But, I mean, if you're a teacher, then it's going to be kind of hard to get a job that late where you're in that position. But, um, yeah, if you don't want to be around that many people, then just find a new job. So, so, so are we saying that there's not a way that these teachers can go ahead and continue doing their thing, even if they're, like, at home? Wait, so you're talking about, uh, like, teachers? Correct, yeah. In online school from home? Yeah. Uh, yeah, as, a, as we talked about earlier, I don't think that's really an option. Because, uh, like, being at home, home school or online school uh, is completely unbearable for many people. Like Hal said, he didn't do anything, and a lot of people won't. And I know it's really hard to get motivated when you're just sitting at home all day. Uh, for teachers and students so 
I feel like it would just wouldn't be a good setting. All right. Well, I think I think that that about wraps it up. Um, any final thoughts from y'all, uh, Gabe? Um, <laughs> I agree with Cooper. Um, I think that this whole thing, a lot of it depends on where the virus is at and how bad it is. But I mean, I don't see it a huge spike happening um, unless more crazy amounts of protests happen. But protests are like you know coming to a close and. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that school needs to be resumed. And uh, that's a wrap, boys. All right. Hey, thank you all very much for being on the podcast today. This, I, this well, such a I don't get to say them. my final thoughts. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, okay. I just want to touch on this again because I think it's a good idea. I honestly think that even going back to start – well, I think if if the numbers start to increase still – the block schedule is a pretty good idea. Send some kids to school some days, have others stay home, keep checking temperatures, and I think we'll be good. I do think that no matter what, at some point it's going to get so bad that we're going to be out of school. But I think until then, these are the um, precautions we can take. So that is all for me. All right, so y'all heard their opinions. Thank you all again for watching, and, and good job, boys. This was such a fun episode. I hope we can continue doing this. All right. Uh, thank so, you for having me on the show, Noah. It was a really good opportunity. I'm excited to look forward into the future. Yeah, thanks, Noah. Um, hopefully we can touch on some more fun, like, exciting topics later than, like, the severity of uh, where the world's at right now, just to escape that. But, um, yeah, thank you for having me. All right, guys. Well, that is it. Thank you very much for again listening and listening to our talk um make sure you follow us on wherever you get your podcasts because we will be there thank you all very much and hope you all have a great day